Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Part. My, 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 my. Part. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Part. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence, Mondrogan. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. my American. Greg, what's happening, man? What is going on, man? Chris, what's up, fellas? Not much, man. Excited about this episode? Oh yes, 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 yes. Got a good, uh, got a good guest on. You guys are gonna dig it. I'm Absolutely. excited as hell, man. So, anyways, before we get started, though, pardonmyamerican.com. Make sure you go check that stuff out. We got our T-shirts. Our dope hats right here. Absolutely. If you like it, like what we do, you want to support us, all that money goes right back into this podcast. Got these sick chairs. Yeah. yeah. Well, and no matter where you're listening to us, leave us a rating, leave us a review, help our audio climb those charts. It helps. Everything you guys do helps out. So Absolutely, man. All right. So who do we got today, Dave? Um, we got a uh, we got a musician here, and uh, I'm a big fan. He's one of the most badass front man in the game. No joke. Um, awesome. And uh, you guys best know him from uh, Bad Wolves back in the day. And uh, he's doing his own thing now. Tommy, Tommy Vex, what's happening, buddy? What's going on, Tommy? What's up, guys? How are you? I'm doing good. Doing it. Yes. Thanks for joining us. So we've been big fans of you. Uh, you know, we've been listening. We're into rock music, man. We love metal. We all love rock okay. here. Um, we obviously took notice, you know, with the uh, Zombies cover that you did a couple years back. I think that's got like 704 million views now. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, uh- possible to get away from <laughs> well i think that's part of music right you kind of have to stick with those things when they're when they come around yeah yeah i think it's a good thing though i mean for for me you know obviously like the circumstances of that song blowing up it was it started out as kind of a tragedy because dolores was supposed to sing on it and she died the night before going into the studio that's so right shit. It, I, we donated well i donated 100 percent of the proceeds um to her children and this we we've been talking about this on stage a lot because there's a, a there's a been an industry secret that's come out uh, that you know actually no one in Bad Wolves played on that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's been a lot going on. There's actually the only two members of Bad Wolves that that write and record the records are me and the drummer. Um, and there's like there's actually like a studio guitar player who is Faith No More's guitar tech who oh, is. Nice. The, <laughs> guitar player of bad wolves and responsible for writing all the heavy songs and then like all the rock songs are i co-write with uh with a, several different producers so it's been a fucking it's like fucking zombie gate you know, <laughs> yeah, dude. 
Well, I was actually going to bring that up because, um, you know, I've been watching some of your videos, obviously, and uh, I think it was about two weeks ago you did like a Rockfest 2021, and you kind of came out and you were saying that uh, you basically have a lawsuit going against the old band. Um, yeah. And well, I don't, I know it's like probably legal allegations, saying things you can't say, but um, during that concert, you kind of went on talking about the uh, members not playing music. Um, and they've obviously came out with some articles saying that, that it's not true and all this other garbage. But what's your, what's your take, man? What's going on with that whole scene? Uh, well, I mean, like the, 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 in general, uh, I was terminated from, you know, I, I need to be very careful about how I say this. So what exactly happened and what is in the complaints is that, uh, I came out and supported Trump, uh, in, in November of 2020, like I, I endorsed the, you know, the president of the United States and then a collusion began to happen Mm -hmm. already multiple conversations, um, multiple issues of me uh, being threatened by my record label and management company, which are all owned by the same person, Alan Kovac, who is basically the Harvey Weinstein of rock and roll. Um, you know, I mean, instead of raping girls, he's, he rapes the artists. And uh, it's impossible to find someone with a good thing to say about him. It doesn't exist. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I I basically tried to negotiate. I just wanted to be out of the contract. Uh, I found out that that he had his radio department, Lady Jackie Kaiser, go to the radio stations and tell them to stop playing Bad Wolves so they could try to convince my band members that I got us canceled. It wasn't true. So after a legal investigation, more than eight program directors at all the major radio stations and iHeartRadio and Apple Music and uh, Spotify all all basically confessed that they were forced to take bad rules off the air and that they didn't really particularly care about my political views. So uh, that became an issue and, um, and we couldn't come to a resolution. So uh, basically there's just a lot of things that happened after that. The band guys, the band is not a band. It's me and the drummer own the band. So I own bad wolves. I still own it. You know, they're operating illegally and so we have filed a lawsuit for tens of millions of dollars um, in defamation and damages and torturous interference and multiple other charges, uh, you know, and I, I also didn't want to be uh, the, the thing that is that is an, a major complaint is uh, Alan's use of the N word with me in phone conversations and arguments, mm-hmm. uh, not not in a way so much that I felt like was racist, but, but in a way that it was like intentionally intimidating, uh, where he just didn't give a shit, uh, you know, where he's trying to censor me about my political sensitivities, but doing and saying whatever he wants freely with impunity. That's why I didn't want to continue to sign another record deal with them. And once he got it, once he fully understood that I would refuse to continue to sign with them and I would continue to voice my political opinion, their whole colluded, their collusion started to take place. And so, you know, it's been, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been an audit, the, the company credit cards, there was misappropriation of funds. Um, there was misappropriations of the PPP loan by my partner, allegedly, I have to say allegedly. Um, and so all this stuff is going to lead to either, you know, there's an option to settle. I don't, I'm not particularly, I don't want money. I want justice and I want these people to be outed. Um, and so, you know, we'll see what happens. I might end up with the name. I very, very well might end up with the uh, completely owning the trademark to the name. 
I don't even know if I would use it at this point because it's so tarnished. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then so it's just been back and forth. And every single time they try to say something, I provide evidence. So, <laughs> you know, my storyline, you know, a week ago, Alan and my old guitar player, Doc, who is an employee and has no he, he's not has no access to the business. He's not signed. He has no deal. He's nothing. He's just he's just a hired guitar player you know, tried to back up Alan and they came out with this press release because TMZ picked up the fact that I was suing them. And, uh, you know, he, they, he said, I've never been sued by any artists. And so I called my buddy at the bureau and I had them do a, a workup. And I, I literally posted 19 lawsuits against this guy <laughs> for fraud or, you know, breaking contract and for tort and it just so much shit. And he, and all these settlements, um, there are additional things that, that include criminal violence that that he was convicted of that I, I'm not going to get into. But, yeah. you know, everything they say is a lie, you know. And then he said, I've never told an artist that they're not allowed to voice their political opinions. And we respect everyone from all different walks of life. And I just and that, there's a leaked audio of him telling me I'm not allowed to, to voice my political opinions that was picked up. <laughs> on a podcast because he called me to scream at me while I was on a podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> what do you know? Do yeah, you have and, any relationship with him? That too. I just like, I'm just, that's just for the court. I'm just not going to, I'm not trying to drum up a bunch of drama, but it's like every single time. And this is the way Hollywood fights. You know, they're like, they're, they're like a very, if you've ever had, if you ever dated a woman who is, uh, who is very psychologically and physically abusive and gaslighting, the kind, like I've been in a relationship. It, this, it, Alan actually reminds me of a woman who I dated, who was a drug addict, who used to put hands on me and beat the shit out of me, and then act like nothing had happened. Or then when I finally broke up with her, she was like, "Oh, he hit me," you know that kind of shit. And that's what that's kind of what liberals do. That's their game plan. Yeah, it's projection, right? Yeah and they they publicly um try to they're like look look what this person did and they they try to get you in in this in a position where you're the bad guy because they know that if the truth about them comes out it's going to destroy them but you know if if something can be destroyed by the truth it deserves to be absolutely yeah Yeah. do you have any relationship at all with the drummer i don't even know the drummer's name to be honest with you but do you have any any speaking like any relationship at all with him at this point or no, the only thing we have, the only communication we have is in dealing with business. So, you know, when it comes to publishing, he and I made a deal that we would split out publishing 50-50, which is not a good split for me because the songs that I write are the primary, all the songs you hear on radio that he's not, he hasn't played drums on one song on any of our six number one radio hits. So, uh, so when we have to get paid out, uh, when basically when we have to get paid out quarterly, the business manager, because I'm the owner, has to inform me. And so uh, everything was going well with that. But now with the lawsuit, I, I, I'm putting a stop pay on all payouts of all commission of anything and freezing all the assets until this until the court can have a ruling. So yeah, it smart. could years. I, I, you know, it's a lawsuit. I don't know how long it's going to take. Um, but we filed for injunctive relief, which would mean the court would suspend my record contract. And then I would be able to release music because they can't prohibit me from making a living and doing my life while yeah. I'm up in this, you know? Well, so I, now 
that you're not in that band anymore. <clears throat> I see that you're still playing a lot of shows. I mean, you're, I see that you've actually just did, didn't you do a Texas thing not too long ago where you did multiple dates in Texas? I mean, we did, I mean, we, my tour started shows again. Yeah. Like that, I'm at, they, they won't admit it, but in the, in the talk, in the, in the sewing circles of the industry, everyone watches me to see if it's safe. Yeah. So I did Texas tour in April and it was, wildly successful and i did meet and greets every night i shook people's hands and i'm doing this because i did that because i would never ask a fan to put themselves in harm's way if i wasn't ready to do the same thing so if i didn't feel like through the people who are in my life i i have you know i have connections in the fact that i know virologists i know epidemiologists i don't watch the news i know people who work for government if, if someone tell, there tells me you got to watch out, don't do this, then I listen. If some fucking douchebag at a fucking booking agency or management firm is like, you can't do that. You're not, you're as uninformed as the rest of us. Yeah. You have no. <laughs> so when I got the green light from my, from my people, I just booked a tour and it was fucking sold out. Shit was packed. Are you and, just going uh, under your name? Is that how you're doing it right now? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, and then and now I'm on. I think we're like 17 days through a 26 day tour in the U.S. We've done uh, North Dakota. We played Il- three times in Illinois. We did St. Louis. We did uh, we sold out the whiskey in Hollywood. We did two shows in Arizona and Phoenix and Tucson that were packed. We did. Um, I-, I can't even think. There's been so many shows, and we'll be going to Mississippi. We're going to be doing multiple dates in florida one one is a festival with judas priest uh we played in wisconsin at Rockfest, which is where i uh kind of started talking about what was going on and you know it's just like the my my tour guarantees are 20 for 25 to 40 percent higher than bad wolves because the patriots are supporting me mm-hmm. and people know that it's bullshit and the the egregious terms of why i left the band um people are not okay with is a very small bubble uh on the in reality of the left and a lot of people the smoke and mirrors game uh, is trying to convince the left they try to reinforce to the the far left that they're the majority so they feel emboldened and they us and they you know don't let our content out and this and the other because it's it's like the wizard of oz they're like don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, <laughs> but you can't, you can't dispute ticket sales. Yeah. You can't dispute merch sales. The merch sales are astronomical. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's at the point where, you know, I, I had to, I literally took my entire life savings and dumped it into an escrow so that my attorney is financially capable to go to war for the next three years. And awesome. that was, buying my mom a house and like settling down and that's what that's what it's going to take you know the the problem is is that we've been uh liberals i call it liberal supremacy because they are very much like nazis they operate very much like brown shirts um and their behavior is almost identical when you look at the riots and antifa and then you examine things the night of broken glass it literally mirrors the george floyd and the blm riots uh and it's like you have you have some sort of 
hyped up outrage from an un- unfortunate circumstance that the media capitalizes on. Yeah. And they put trained agents and insert them into a protest to cause maximum damage and destruction. Uh, and, the, and it's purposeful to demoralize the nation and to yeah. also fear and confusion. And people are easy to rule when they're afraid and confused. And this goes back to tactics that were used in, you know, in the in the French Revolution. Yes. Yeah, no, I think a lot of what you're saying is is true. I mean, you can see what happened in Nazi Germany. There's a lot of inverses that are happening, too. Like you were saying the night of broken glass. Right. So that was comparably like Antifa in the brown shirts. But I think what we're going to see is they're going to lock this fucking country down again. It's going to happen. And when that happens, they're going to have people protest against those certain merchants that won't let unvaccinated people in. Because now you're seeing this push starting in New York. It's going to L.A. And you're going to have it all across this country. We're going to have stores, you know, you name it, gyms, where you can't go in unless you're vaccinated. And then you're going to have riots against those stores. You know what I mean? So that there again is another example of these like the crystal knock type stuff. But I feel like in those situations, you're going to have some undercover type of operations happening. And I'm just I'm speculating. here. I I agree. And that's an interesting point that you bring up, because that that loans itself to the destruction of independent businesses. Mm -hmm. That's something that they very much want. They very much want, you know, in this in a hunger game society, if we're living in a in a societal financial pyramid with the one percent being at the top, everybody in the middle, uh, like the, the business owners, everybody who are who are self-employed and somewhat, you know, different varying degrees of independence up until you start to get into people who work in the government and protect those people and this and the other. Um if they can wipe out the middle and everyone falls into the bottom, they'll be able to control more. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, they, now, ultimate dependency. Homes we rent forever and die. They, they're trying to replicate um, China. Yep, I agree. And so with you being in like, you know, in the music industry, obviously I, I know you probably know other famous musicians and deal with people all the time. Do you find that your opinion of how, and our opinion as well, we we are pretty close to the same kind of opinions, but yeah. do you see other people that have your opinion or just afraid to speak out? I mean, is that something that's common? Yeah, it's very common. Uh, uh, there are so many celebrities who don't follow me, but they're in my DMs. I get you. Uh, you know, but, and honestly, like, I, I'd say, I've said this repeatedly, like cowardice is not a virtue. And, and I think that, I'm somebody who I will like, I'm just that it's not my personality to be uh, told what to do or forced or threatened. I, you know, I grew up in a, in an extremely violent household in an extremely violent neighborhood. I grew up, you know, with real shit and I've, I've been murdered. I was in a witness protection program because I testified against the person who tried to murder me. I'm not a uh, faint of heart. And so I, I can't be threatened with, oh, with cancellation. I don't care. Um, and I've had people threaten me and th- give me death threats. I'm like, okay. Well, I just think it's weird because, you know, you're like a testament. to, And we've seen this with other people, too, where they actually come out and speak truth and, and what they actually think. And mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier that the, the Patriots, you know, and the, 
the, you know, the freaking true blood Americans, man, they'll support you if you're speaking truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you're, you know, you come out against, uh, the liberal ideology and they just, you go, go into the gutter, man. Like you get a whole new level of support from another side. Who's like, thank you for saying what we all think as well. You know what I mean? Like it's not the end of the game by coming out. No, it's not. But what, but if you observe, I'm one of the first. So you know, I talked to Gina Carano about this stuff too. Like, and in the, in the, in the film industry, what happens is, is that they're, they know they have to make an example of you. Yeah. So they do, they really go in and they really try to fuck you up. And basically they overuse their financial power and influence to hurt you so that others don't find the courage to stand up and speak out. And I think because media is controlled by the far left, uh, you know, people are just, instead of saying anything, what happens eventually is like, if you censor everybody on social media and you censor everybody and then they, what happens is with like parlor, everybody moved to parlor, everybody moved up here. So then they shut parlor down. So basically we're at a point where they might think they're winning. Cause they're like, we're controlling culture and we're shutting things down. Now people are just like, we don't care. We don't care. Nobody yeah. wants to, you know, like I, I stayed at the encore in, in Vegas for a few days. It was my drummer's uh, birthday. So we stayed in Vegas and I got him a nice hotel for his birthday. And like, you know, every time I went through the lobby, Every time the guy's like, sir, you need to wear a mask. I'm like, I will not wear a mask. He's like, well, you could be escorted off the premises. I was like, if you're physically capable, first of all, of escorting me off the premises, I I, I invite you to attempt right now. <laughs> but do just understand that I am accepting this as a willingness to engage in physical combat. Yep. Bada is a mutual combat state. So if I kill you... <laughs> And you've agreed I can't be prosecuted. You're a big human, man. <laughs> like, I'm not dragging you <laughs> out of anywhere. <laughs> about size. You have to be willing to kill someone yeah. at this point to stop this bullshit. That's where we're getting to. Because yeah. they're going to, like, I, everything I said that was going to happen a year ago ha- is happening. And I'm, it's not because I'm making shit up or I'm reading it on 4chan. I'm fucking informed. Yeah. I know going on before it happens and and it's like it always makes you sound crazy but i have a responsibility to use my platform to inform people they're going to fucking dude they want to they want to give everybody the vaccine mm-hmm. yeah, we've had this discussion man we've had this discussion actually a few times in the past month or so yeah. and it's a it's kind of you know you just came out and bluntly said it which is which is awesome but it's hard to like describe to people that like when they're talking about forced vaccination on your children, for example, like I have three kids and uh, we all have kids. Um, mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff where you should really start taking note and going like, man, like this is not just a, this is not like a, a discussion anymore. This is yeah. a, if you're showing up on my house and you're trying to do that, we've seen people going door to door and Listen, trying to ask about vaccinations that you got to, you got to say the stuff that you're saying, man. Yep. It's not safe. Ooh. Oh, we lost you there. Ooh. I got fucking people calling me. Uh, The vaccine is not safe. And the reason why I know it's not safe is two people in my immediate life. My, my manager got the vaccine. He's, he's been sober for 32 years. Hasn't been sick in almost three decades. Kidney failure. Damn. Days after my other friend, Katie's a fitness model who is a, and a trainer who's one of the healthiest people I know 
She got the vaccine. She had a heart attack in four hours. A fucking attack. Jesus. Yeah, my uh, my wife's aunt died within a week of getting the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. So when these people like you need to wear a mask or you need to get a vaccine, you have to understand they're agents of death. And that sounds dramatic, but you it's really the truth. Yeah. I'm not not willing to subject myself to that because there's no science and no data that shows that it's safe. You know, VARS is showing there's like over 40,000 people dead from the fucking vaccine. Well, yeah. And there's no science to prove that I need it. Like oh, our, our age range. So like, yeah. COVID, I listen, I had COVID and fucking guess what, bro? Like my immune system beat it. Like everything of, else, right? Yeah, yeah I had COVID too, man. I, I, I know what you're saying, dude. It's like if I get chlamydia from fucking some fucking plane, <laughs> I'm not going to never fuck anybody ever again. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's fucking, it goes away. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, imagine how the LGBTQ community would feel. If all of a sudden you had to have fucking HIV passports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about this. Yeah. Think Great point. about in the 80s and 90s, if you had to have a fucking piece of paper t- telling people the HIPAA violation that that would be. You couldn't get on a plane if you had HIV. You couldn't go eat at a restaurant if you had HIV. It's the same fucking thing. Dude, you make up a great point, man. That's something I never even thought about, but that was a huge topic in the early 90s. And that would have never flew back then. That would have never happened. Well, now it's, a, it's it's not even a crime in California to have sex with somebody if you have HIV or if you're AIDS. Oh, you're not right. even legally obligated to let them know. That exactly. You have right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But so for the vaccine, though, because health hashtag health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Science. <laughs> trust the facts. Um, so with this vaccine, it's obvious that they're making a push to get it in everybody's body. Mm-hmm. Even if you've been, even if you had COVID, they're saying get the fucking shot, right? But what is the ultimate end game that you think that they're trying to do? I mean, look. For, firstly, I would like to point out a few a few issues with this, and I've talked I've been talking about this on stage. If you have AIDS or HIV positive, your average monthly bill without a copay is about four thousand dollars in medication. If you have cancer. If you, depending on what stage cancer you have, you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in fucking doctor bills Mm -hmm. just to stay alive. If you have hepatitis, they cured hep C, right? I've been sober for 12 years. I know a lot of guys who have been sober a long time who used to be heroin addicts and they've been living with hep C, right? Like Tommy Lee has been living with hep C too, like a perfect example. People who, who had used intravenous drugs, they cured it. You know how much the hep C cure costs? It's $30,000. Why is the vaccine free? Why? <laughs> right? Why? What's in it? What do you need us to have it for? For what? I don't know. That I don't know. You know, I, I think that my friend Carly brought up a very good point where she was saying, you know, because she's a she's a trainer and in LA and she works with a lot of the like Hollywood people. And, you know, they're not, they don't want to get it. They they know. Yeah. It's an infertility drug. It's going to fucking make people in sterile. And if you want to have kids, you'll have to pay for in vitro. You'll only the rich will be able to procreate. Yeah. It's, it's just like that one fucking TV show, right? The, uh, um, 
I don't know. God, what the hell is it? It's on Netflix or some shit, but uh, yeah. something tales. The yeah, something, the hand, Handsmaid yeah. tales. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah so, I mean, I've heard. Conspiracy theory, but seems legit. But you, you start to have to ask the question, like, what what are you trying to do here? Because the 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 survivability rate of COVID, depending on your age range, is 99.9, 99.5, 98-point-whatever, right? I mean, yeah. So what yeah. is the ultimate end game? And we've never seen anything like this. You have a better chance of getting killed by a fucking coconut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and you have to look at perspective is, is I'm on a U.S. tour right now, right? I'm the guinea pig. Every night I go in a crowd and I meet hundreds of people who donate to my GoFundMe. I take pictures. I play a show for an hour and 30, hour and 40 minutes, a headlining set. And then I go out and I sign autographs for up to another hour and a half. And I shake everyone's hands. I give people hugs. I am a fucking Petri dish of bacteria and fucking germs. And I have not gotten sick at all. Yeah. I mean, that's the majority of people. And I'm in the places where the Delta variant and fucking get the fuck out of here. Suck my dick, bro. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, and it's all, it's always like, uh, you know, you got the Delta variant. Now California's coming out saying with, you got the Gavin Newsom recall effect, but now because the Delta variant, they're going to have to do mail-in ballots again, which goes right down that path again. But what's happened in the past 48 hours, Gavin Newsom is fucking, he's under heat. And now Larry Elder, I just endorsed Larry Elder. He is a real chance at beating this dude. Like, Absolutely. A serious, he's a serious contender. It's not going to be like Caitlyn Jenner, who like, whatever. I mean, she's, she's a Republican, but she's a fucking flip-flopper. Yeah, you know? And it's, she's, she's compromised, you know, because she can't, she has to be true to her fucking, you know, people. And at this, at this point, if you're catering to anyone other than freedom, mm-hmm. you're, you're illegitimate as a candidate. Bingo. So, now yeah. they tried to get rid of Larry Elder at first and they said he was he wasn't eligible. That was immediately a fucking a, a, like a page turn. You're like, wait a second. Why are they so scared of this guy? Because he's going to win. Yep. So have to fucking enforce another lockdown just to keep precious Gavin in his office. Right. And Cuomo is on the fucking is on fire right now, bro. Yeah. He's on for sexual harassment. And this is a perfect example of what liberals do, just like the record label situation where, you know, you see tweets of fucking Andrew Cuomo saying, if anybody does anything sexual harassment, we need to prosecute them and deal with them immediately. Yep. Right. When it was when it was going when they were going after Kavanaugh. Now it's just like you, the, even even Joe Biden saying you need to step down and resign. And he's like, I'm not leaving. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going This is liberal supremacy. Yep. Well, we talked about that. We just did an episode before um, you came and joined us, and we talked a lot about Cuomo, and Greg was bringing up the point. You know, My thing is, is like, if you believe that this is so bad and what Cuomo did is bad, like, impeach the guy. If he's not going to step down yeah. and impeach him, but they won't because, you know, the guy killed a tons, of, uh, tons of old people. It'll man. lead to discovery if you impeach the motherfucker. Right? Yeah, he'll have to go to a hearing, and all of a sudden more stuff comes out and, it, and indicts a whole bunch of other governors and senators and everything else, and, yeah. and they just, they don't, they're in a bad place right now. That is, there's no doubt about it. They're in a bad place, and they're trying everything they can to fix it. Listen, the Maricopa fucking county audits are out of control. I was just in Arizona. You know what I mean? I like every day before I go on stage, we play "Proud to Be an American," That's and awesome. you can do that shit louder than the fucking PA. Yep, right? it's awesome. 
thousand, two thousand people, it's louder than the fucking PA. That's where we're at. I think most people are are coming to. I mean, I work in the uh, food Look, industry. Anybody, I'm sorry to cut you off, but oh, I just I need to state this: at this state of the game, you have to be so fully indoctrinated into your own ignorant bullshit to believe that Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States. That I I can't even fucking talk about it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where a lot of people are at, man. I mean, th- th- that's what I was saying is like, I deal with restaurants. Um, that's my job outside of this is I, I deal with restaurants and business owners and I, we are right outside of Portland. We're 45 minutes North of Portland, which we're in the, uh, we're in the blue area. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but these restaurant owners who were all uh, supportive of Biden, who were supportive of mandates, all of them, I mean, the vast majority of them have come out and been like, dude, this is, this is not making sense anymore. And what Joe Biden's doing is not making sense anymore. And there's a lot of people that are starting to see the light on it because you can't, how do you hide it? You can't hide Joe Biden, man. <laughs> you can't hide the, how nuts this guy is and how out of it he is. He's completely out of it. Mm. And then on top of it, there's all, you know, the, the recall with Gavin Newsom and the, the stuff lining up and we got the audits coming out soon and, and, and another mandate coming. It makes sense. Well, Mike Lindell symposium that's happening next Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday through Thursday. So we'll see what the fuck happens there. Yeah. Wait, I didn't even hear about this yet. Oh, the Mike Lindell thing? Yeah. Yeah, he's he has having like a 72-hour straight symposium where he's going to lay everything out on the table where you have like the captured PCAPs from the Dominion voting machines. You have all of these experts coming in to explain everything. Yeah. And people are freaking the fuck out. And it just happens to be at the same time, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's something we need to talk. We've talked about Mike Lindell, and it's like, you know, when you have that information, the problem with Mike Lindell is like, you got to release that shit. You got to let people know what's going on because otherwise, yeah. you just sound crazy. And we believe you in a lot of ways, but you got to you got to put that info out there. And I hope that this will come to that. Look at Alex Jones. Alex Jones is fucking buck wild, right? Mm-hmm. I've been. I'm like, yo, this dude is nuts, mm-hmm. right? Now in 2021, you go back and look at some of the shit that Alex Jones was saying. You're like. Like he's a fucking fortune teller. Because you because people like us, normal people like us, we don't have a sociopathic component. So our imagination doesn't lend itself to the idea that a human being or a group of human beings could be so intrinsically evil. It, It it is evil. It is evil to to exist without compassion and honor and integrity it is evil to exist in a life um where you view your fellow man as a means to an end and as disposable without without any warmth of humanity and we're not able to believe this stuff we weren't able to believe this stuff because it takes more evidence to convince people who have been tricked than to trick them absolutely yeah you know, it's hard to show somebody, yo, you got, you got, you know, you got, you know, hey, everyone's been in that relationship where you got to tell your boy, like, yo, bro, your girl's cheating on you, bro. I'm sorry, man. They're like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a lover, bro. You're just jealous. I'm like, <laughs> that's no yeah, and then she's, and then he sees her sucking a dick of another guy. He's, he's like, like, ah, there oh, it is. All right. Yes. There's the proof. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he's mad at the guy. And yeah. it's like, it's that guy's fault. <laughs> it's yeah. your fault, motherfucker. 
That's extreme. the thing. It's, it's like all these conspiracy theories, and we've we've had a lot of discussions on conspiracy theories and stuff. And, and the truth of the matter is, is a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it has come out to where, oh, that really did happen. Oh, okay. So yeah. you called me a conspiracy theorist before, but now we're seeing, I mean, just this is well, real. And, and there's a meme, there's a meme going around, right? Where it's like, okay, well, the time between, or the conspiracy theorists and real news is about six months or something yeah. like there's a the time lag, right? I mean, look at the Wuhan lab, man. I mean, that was a conspiracy theory and now it's, now it's talked about. Look at fucking what in the past three days, other shit that's happened, right? Yeah. The Pete thing, like whatever the fuck, if there's a fucking dungeon in the comic, but I don't fucking know about the pizza place, but yeah. the tra- child trafficking thing has been blown wide open. It was a, there was like a 20 person sting operation. They arrested 20 people who worked for Disney's animal kingdom yeah. that were running a fucking, a child brothel out of the fucking magic kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you, Trump, Nobody's because that. under Trump, it was, that was, that stuff was being exposed on a regular basis. Yeah. I think Trump arrested more under his administration, more child trafficking and trafficking oh, yeah. situations than any other president. Yeah. Now you don't yeah. hear a fucking thing about it. Dude, the average was 10,000 arrests a year for the four years that Trump was in office. Obama's entire term was, I think, 1,600 for all eight years. <laughs> yeah. hmm. It's a huge problem, man. And that was like one of those things that, you know, it, it's always happened and nobody talked look, about it. Well, Bill and Melinda Gates got divorced, right? Mm-hmm. Go look at the new thing, boys. <laughs> yeah. 7,000 videos and pictures of child rape at the fucking Bill Gates Foundation Estates. And they're blaming it on the groundskeeper. Yeah, that was actually a story from like 2015. And you know yeah. that that guy didn't get any prison time, by the way. Well, it's resurfaced. Yeah, it's yeah. resurfacing. So yeah. it's it's like uh they're to arrest they're trying to arrest a the guy, there's some more shit on it. And it's just fucking wild, bro. Like you're like, yo, how is this not everywhere on the fucking goddamn news? And that's when you start to see you're like, they don't want you to know this. No. Yeah, well, and that's Clinton. That's another thing too. Is like, Giz, or Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, what Giz, happened like, to her? We call her Jizz Stain Maxwell, by the way. Yeah, but Giz, Maxwell. I mean, it's she's remember. she's going to come out with some stuff, right? Hopefully, I don't know. Is she even is she even arrested? Like, who knows what's going don't on know. with her, man? Like, how is there not one mugshot of this chick? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And what, well, what happened to Epstein? Look at Liz Corkin. Like, what happened to her? She disappeared off the internet. Yeah, yeah. And she was the original person fucking blowing the lid off the fucking Epstein shit. You know, and also this, this, so it's like, it's conspiracy theories. I'm like, how come three of the police officers who were at the fucking June 6th insurgents all committed suicide Four now it's up to four now. Oh, is it four? Yeah. It's like, it's dude, it's crazy. I'm like, these are cops, bro. They're not getting post-traumatic stress disorder from a bunch of fucking rednecks and grandmas. Yeah. I saw the, saw the I mean, literally, there was a, a fucking 80-year-old lady in a walker with a fucking American flag hat in the fucking hallways of the Capitol. I'm like, I worked security for fucking 15 years in nightclubs and venues, and then I was a bodyguard. Well, I'm going to tell you, as a non-law enforcement, like, uh, just as a, as a moderately trained security personnel... There's no way that 80 year old lady would ever breach the fucking Capitol building. <laughs> yeah. No, she was let in, bro. <laughs> yeah. She didn't think she it was, was a tour. She, she wasn't did. even let in. She was helped in. Yeah, she was helped in. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. saying. There's video. Show the video. The, the political theater of them crying on the stand. And I'm like, it was like 9 11. I'm like, yo, you should, we should just put you motherfucker 
is in a building and fly a fucking plane into it because that's what you all fucking deserve to die yeah. a fire brimstone death crushed by the weight of thousands of tons of cement so you're fucking pulverized into nothingness that's where we're at yeah, we yeah, talked about think, it with I, the police officer. Yeah, the, the black police officer came up and was saying that, the, you know, they had the N-word getting. And I'm like, so if you're a cop, especially modern day, you're a cop and the left hates you. Now, all of a sudden, you're a pawn for these people and they're using you. And like, you're really that offended by the N-word. I'm sure you've heard worse, right? Well, yeah, but look at the fucking George Floyd riots captured all over the Internet of like white liberal women with purple hair calling black cops. That's Portland. That was all over yeah. Portland. But that's not offensive. That's okay because it's for their shit. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking clown show. And and additionally, all this this the fucking over exaggeration. The fucking like, oh my god, the Capitol was siege and fucking AOC and fucking blah. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro, just fucking shut the fuck up. Like, it's it, it, if you didn't, uh, it's. <laughs> the fact that any FBI agents were involved is it's just enough yeah it's just like why did you have agents intermixed with the crowd why i mean they had we, agents threaten to kidnap whitmer too so yeah <laughs> you know you did this already we already know what you're doing like what the fuck it might fool it was you know there was still a point where you could fool people who hated trump but trump is gone so the game has is fucked yeah they needed Trump. The media needed him because they needed stupid people to believe that he was the cause of all their problems. Mm-hmm. And that he was a But historically, and I'm not saying I love the guy and I agree with 100% of his policies, but however, he at least is coherent and can speak and doesn't sniff children and have a fucking son that fucks yeah. kids, fucking his own sister <laughs> while he's smoking crack yeah. with fucking his daughter. And like, that's a conspiracy thing, but I fucking seen the video. Yeah, Skittle dicks, bro. Yeah, you put Skittles all over that dick, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that actually brings up a good point. I wanted to ask you about this, like with with you know the elections coming up and all the heat of everything. You got Trump, who's talking about coming back into the game. You got DeSantis. Like, who are you looking for? Like, what is your what do you think would be best going into twenty twenty four, even twenty twenty two? I mean, bro, we get, we get, this is doesn't. It isn't a relevant conversation. Yeah. If we don't address the fact that we do not have sovereignty and fairness in our electoral uh, voting system, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So until the people actually get off their asses and have finally had enough and demand accountability and realize that these elected officials work for our tax dollars they work for us and not the other way around and we demand that proof of the audit and all of the audits and then we demand that there's a a response to it so we can't just act this is the problem this is like the toxic femininity of the left and why we can't go along with it we have an abusive mother who abuses us and then comforts us, and then abuses us and comforts us, and then makes us feel like it's our fault. They rigged the election. Mm-hmm. I know that this is a fact. Yep. I don't know by how much, but it was rigged. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, Stockholm syndrome. No longer, and we can't even have a fucking election. Yeah, no, they- and that's that's my whole thing is that's why they don't want this shit coming out because that's how they remain in power. Yeah. 
They they've well, rigged these fucking machines yeah. to do what they want to do, and that's how they get elected to enforce all of these uh, dictator dictatorial rules mandates. It's not gods. They live in houses with addresses and fucking you know send them a fucking letter. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. My thing yeah. is like I I agree with you, man. I do. Um, you know, it's you got not long until 2022 you got 2024 coming but do you think that we're going to be able to fix this problem before then or is it just going to be straight up chaos man because if there's no election and we can't trust the system it's a mess then the election is a uh, uh, i have no confidence in any election at this point right so that's the problem the other issue that americans need there are a couple other issues that we need to talk about that if if you're going to warn people what's coming you have to take into consideration, number one, the inflation bubble is going to burst. Mm-hmm. So you got to save money and you have to diversify your savings because the the U.S. dollar is potentially going to crash. Yeah. And, and that foreign nations that are orchestrating this stuff, our government has been infiltrated by foreign power and that they're trying to crash the economy. They're trying to, to change our free nation into a communist nation. And they can't do it. They have to do it by force, but they can't do it literally by putting boots on the ground because we own, as citizens, we own more firearms than any other, than any military in the, on the planet. So they're doing it in a different way where they're fucking, they're, they want to subjugate us, but they have to make sure that we're financially incapable of, of, of taking care of ourselves or having any stability and security. And once people lose financial stability and security, they start going crazy. So you have to kind of think about what your assets are, how you're going to invest them, what you can have that can be bartered in, a, in the time of a crash, because we're coming up on, on a massive Great Depression that's going to come. And then additionally, people who are concerned about not getting the, the vaccine. So there are thousands of lawyers who are ready for this. And don't quit your job. Just refuse to get the vaccine. Just keep refusing. Just ref- everyone, all your listeners, everyone you know, if this is an issue at work, you have to continuously refuse. Once they fire you, then you need to get together with multiple people and there's going to be wrongful termination lawsuits in the trillions. And that's how you're going to make your money. Yeah, I was so, going to say, uh, I, you and I need to have a conversation offline here because uh, I'm, I'm going to be in some similar situation like that. So if you know anybody. Well, it's I, I mean, it's 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 coming down the pipeline. This is what it's going to be yeah. right now. Chicken. And when it comes down to it, the businesses, they they've already they don't have enough people to work because they gave fucking all the, the fucking liberal workforce don't want to go to work anyway. Yeah. And they given fucking subsidized money because of COVID. And then you have fucking people who won't shop there because they're not vaccinated. And then now you're going to have to lose employees who do want to work, who don't want the vaccine. They're going to, they're not going to be able to survive. Yeah. It's going to ruin the supply chain, food, necessary items. Well, people are going to, you know, naturally be more violent. You know what I'm saying? Like protesting and other things, because when, once you start taking away the food, this is what I'm dealing with, and there's there's shit coming, dude. I and mean, and I think yeah, you're right, Tommy. I think the the final straw that they have is to crash the stock market and devalue the dollar. I mean, if you have a, a million dollars in cash and you're lighting fires with it because it's worth shit, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? 
Well, what you should do is like, I mean, say you guys are three friends. If you're not financially capable of purchasing another a home with a well water, right? Yeah. You get a bunch of guys together and you buy it together. Compound, baby. <laughs> right. And then you bring and you have a place. Either you go to fucking Montana or Idaho or Utah or Texas or wherever and buy property. Yeah. And communal property and hold on to it. Do you have a, a Berkey water filter? What's that? A Berkey water filter? It can, you, you can literally piss into the thing and you can drink it when it comes out of that. Really? Yeah, I just bought one. <laughs> I just, it's like a 3.5-gallon like, one. He's in. He's got the water. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I just bought a generator and I bought a uh, fucking... Well, you got, you got the piss too, man. You pee a lot. So I do. You're, you're good to go. I'll, you know be, I'll be drinking my own pee often. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I mean, it's funny because people make fun of preppers, man. And, and you know, I, I obviously think there's an extent where it's like, okay, bro, you know, but you have to. I mean, food, ammunition... Like having a good plan with your friends and Medicine, your neighbors and yeah. everything, man. Like that stuff, it's going to bring the community together more. You got to know who's around you that can help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I think we, it's a good thing. Text communications are going to be an issue too. So it's like those, like those Nokia phones. That's something that might have to come back. Those like fucking chirp phones. Oh yeah. You know, that use RF or UF signals. Um, you know, it's just like, and this is like worst case scenario, doomsday shit. But, but fucking I, like me, I don't have kids. And if, if, if the government, if, if I get called to go to war as a civilian, I'll die for this country. I don't, I don't care. I've lived a wonderful life. I'm, I'm very physically fit. I have no children and no wife. And if the call comes in, I'll, I will rise to the occasion. I don't care. I don't care if I die. Yeah. I really don't. And, I think a lot of people would, though. I mean, honestly, even with kids, man, I yeah. think at the end of the day, you have patriots who don't want to see this country fall and know that they can't see this country fall. I mean, let's be honest. We've we've got DMs from people in Australia saying, like, please talk about this. Like, you guys are the last hope. I mean, there's a lot of countries that have fallen right now and yeah. are in a lot of trouble. Okay. And this is the last beacon, man. You know, Canada is not having elections anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. They took away the elections. They said because of COVID, it's not safe. So... We're just not going to have elections anymore. <laughs> so you just got a, a dictator, oh a dictator <laughs> running. That's yeah. And I love how everyone's like Trump is a dictator. I'm like, if you it, this shows you how bad the education system is and how people don't use their fucking smartphones or their computers correctly. the The internet is a vast wasteland of nonsense, but also infinite knowledge of our of our human history. If you just do a little research, you would know that a dictator, the hit historically, no dictator is ever allowed to be criticized by the press. They kill mm-hmm. members of the press. Yep. So no one will speak against them. That's just misinformation, though, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> no. What so I'm is that if Trump was the most criticized president in the history of the United States by the media. It is logically irrefutable that he's not a dictator. Yeah, he's not. And Joe Biden is the opposite, then we could logically deduce that he is a fucking puppet for the shadow government who are the true dictatorships. And when people are like, oh, a conspiracy, who is the shadow government? The shadow government is the fucking is corporations. Yeah. And that's what communism is. Communism is when the ruling government makes decisions based on the on corporations 
and investors rather than the good of the people that it's meant to serve. And that's what we are. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. So we're doing, yeah, I don't believe Trump's a dictator. And I, I think when you look at Portland and you had 150 days of rioting and Trump had every opportunity to bring in the national guard and he chose not to, you know what I mean? Like he could have, he could have ended that thing in a day. Well, yeah. They and it's, to, they need to show, they need to show the, what the liberals are doing. Yeah. What they really are. They're hateful bigots who are obsessed with control and desperate to destroy the nuclear family. They're desperate to erase our heritage. They're desperate to get rid of, of uh, harmony. And they're abusing the most beautiful thing about this nation, which to me is our multiculturalism and our, our progression. This idea that racism is everywhere and fucking da-da, racism, racism at this point is not a bunch of guys in white hoods burning crosses on people's lawns, lynching people and killing them. Racism is fucking 80-year-old billionaires who believe in fucking genocide. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. who it is. No, I agree 100%, man. I mean, that's it's the thing is they don't give us credit anymore. It's about equity. It's there's the only it's they feel that economically they are in a different class or different race of human beings. And that is the racism that's being portrayed. That yeah. is what we. It's sad, man, because I think America has done more than any country to, like you said, progression. Like we've done so much to combat all this crap that happened a long time ago. Yeah, and they never focus on the and good. They never right? focus on the good and they don't acknowledge who really did it, which is Democrats. Let's be honest. Yeah. Know? All those statues that they're tearing down, they're Democrat statues, right? Yeah, I mean, Robert E. Lee and all the fucking, you know, when they, the, the Civil War was fought against the, like, Abraham Lincoln was Republican. Yeah. Fuck, the Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. Obama spoke, uh, Obama and Joe Biden spoke at Robert Byrd's funeral, who was <laughs> highly yeah. in politics and was Hillary Clinton's, like, guide and yeah, mentor. mentor. Yeah, he was the he was the exalted cyclops of the KKK. Yeah, I mean Clinton Gore had a freaking uh, rebel flag, bro, Confederate flag on yeah. their pins. You know, it's that's changing history is what it's doing. They just they like changing history. So, well, so you you said something earlier, and I, I it slipped by, but I I still want to bring it up. You said that you were murdered. Yeah, yeah. So you came back. Did you have like a death experience or some shit? Yeah, I had an NDE, uh, uh, near-death experience. Uh, I'd never known anything about this stuff before. Uh, on September 20th of 2010, I was assaulted during a home invasion in my apartment. Uh, my, my place got broken into. I was beaten to death with a crowbar. And uh, I suffered a fractured skull. My left arm was broken and my spleen ruptured and I bled to death. Um, I wound up being saved during surgery uh, in the hospital, but I did have a, I had a, like a crossover experience. It was pretty intense. Did that change you at all? I mean, did that make you seek out religion yeah, well, more? Uh, I don't know about religion, but understanding like the, this, the, I think religion is a little bit human beings, right? We, we're limited to the spectrum of our, of our five senses, right? Touch, smell, see, hear, and then, uh, you know, our imagination. 
when when I died, it was a whole other level of experience. Like it was like a sensory overload. And I had this experience where I went to this place and there were other people like me, but they weren't, they didn't, no one had bodies. Everybody was made out of light and it was pure, like pure consciousness. And, you know, I think that people don't realize that we're like eons old, like each person, each soul has been around for thousands of years and we just come back and like, we come back down here, we do what we got to do, then we die and this shit goes away. And then it's almost like, this is like a video game. And that when you die, you wake up to your like actual infinite self and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, man, like, that was a hell of a ride. Was <laughs> like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, but when I was dead, they told the, one of the beings was like, you, you don't have to stay now if you don't want to. And then I, I said, oh, I, I was cognizant, like I was conscious of the fact that I had not fulfilled my mission. And then I felt, and I fell back in my body and it felt like I'd gotten dropped from outer space into my hospital room. I and, can't uh, imagine. <laughs> it was super intense. So Dude, yeah. I mean, cause we, we talk about NDEs all the time. I mean, um, Eben Alexander, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a neuroscientist or a neurosurgeon mm-hmm. who had a near death experience and he met his sister that he has never met in real life, but he met his sister in heaven or wherever the hell he went he went to like some place and then when he got back into his body after a while someone showed him a picture of his sister that he'd never seen he's like that was her i i talked to her when i was doing this thing and i mean they did brain scans on this guy when he was in a coma and they were saying that the the part of your brain that is responsible for these vividry or vivid imageries right was completely shut off so his he was brain dead and when he came back he had all of these you know experiences experiences so it's it's a legit thing dude yeah like you know joe rogan talks about dmt trips and and the decalcifying the pineal gland and stuff and i don't know i I didn't get any brain scans done to see what was going on while i was out but it's just i think that I was more surprised when I started to research other people's experiences and how much they were the same. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, Oh, that's weird. You know, yeah, we've watched a couple of documentaries recently. It's kind of intrigued me because it's just, you know, we're so caught up in our lives here, you know what I'm saying? And, and always concerned about everything that's happening. And it's like, man, there's so much more going on. But I mean, I, I feel like that would change me a lot. You know, if I had that experience, it would, open my eyes to a whole bunch of different things so absolutely well it, it's it's to be honest with you like it's it, it has two things it's like sometimes life is really shitty and my experience of being dead was like amazing and it's like it's like feeling the feeling of like you know being in the and mo- love the most you could possibly be constantly you know and that's like what I define as God's love, like the creator's love, because it's, it's perfect. I think a lot of us chase that here. So like subconsciously not realizing we miss it. And then that connection is still available with us, like through meditation and through some people do it through going to church and some people do it through uh, altruism. I think altruism is a really good way to get close to God just by being in service of others. Um, 
So, you know, that that is kind of like a double-edged sword, but also it's hard to be afraid, right? So when somebody says you can't speak the truth or we're going to take your money or we're going to do this, I'm like, money doesn't exist. Yeah. Not even, it's not real. Literally, money is something that we collectively ascribe value to and all agree upon, and now it exists. And the greater human consciousness, the power like if we would wake up and harness our our ability as as a race of people to to manifest things we would be limitless we create time time is non-existent it absolutely is is an imaginary thing if you asked a tree or an owl or a dog what time it was they would only say now yeah. because the creator god lives in the present always we're the ones who are broken. Nature is on point. And, you know, they did this with COVID. If you can convince enough people that an imaginary thing is real, they will believe it. Yep. And then once everyone believes it, it becomes real. That's how rumors and defamation of character work, right? They make something up about you. And if enough people believe it and they paint the story in a certain way, then they force it into, into reality. They can actually create consequences for you hmm. from something that isn't real. And that's the power, the cognitive um, manifestation power of, of humanity. Everything we see is an idea. The microphone you're talking into, the cell phone that we're communicating through, the telecommunications that this is the fiber optics are going into fucking outer space to a satellite and beaming down. They're all ideas. A plastic water bottle is an idea. You know, it's not an idea, an orange, a banana, a fish. We yeah. can't do those things. We have God, we have God particle in ourselves because we naturally want to be like our creator and create things. A song doesn't exist. Yeah. Till we. I think it's interesting because I, I'm not overtly religious. I have my own faith. Obviously I think we're all in the same boat in this podcast, but um, you know, for many years, um, they've tried to take away God out of everything mm -hmm. and uh, religion and whether you believe it, you know, religion or, or abide by that thing. I don't personally do the church thing, but um, the, the truth is, is it's for things like this, like with COVID, they've, they've taken God away. So you're so afraid of death, you know, and when, it, when you're afraid of death, you're afraid of COVID because COVID could take your life. You know what I'm saying? So now everybody's afraid. And you said it earlier, man, you, you said, I, you know. I am not afraid to die for this country. I'm not afraid, afraid to die for my beliefs. And that's because you have a faith, whatever your faith is, you have that. And when people get that, that they understand that there's more to life than this, then they're not afraid anymore. And then their whole thing falls apart. You know what I'm saying? The whole mm -hmm. fear mongering falls apart. Well, it's because people intrinsically know, like you, if you have kids, you, kids don't need to be taught that there's something else. They just kind of know because they just came from it. <laughs> it takes yeah. a long time to detach from the core, from the center. Yeah. It's and awesome, there's, man. There's entire, you know, tribal civilizations that still can, they still exist in tune with the earth. You know, like I, my ex-girlfriend was um, for about 10 years ago, Evie lived in South Africa and she worked with a, a nonprofit organization and they would go into these, villages and they would do irrigation systems and plant trees and stuff and teach them how to plant different crops and 
the, the kids, some of the kids spoke English and they all loved her. And she was, she used to be a model. She's like, you know, she's just one of those people who walks in a room and, and she's a very, she's in like a very angelic human. And so all the kids, kids always love her. And, and I remember her telling me this story and she's like, uh, like Miss Eve, Miss Eve, the man, why is the man with the camera always asks us to look sad? Mm. Every time all those fucking fundraising companies, these people are so happy. They're, they're grateful. They don't need what we need. Then they don't need fucking Jordans. They don't need to have this. They have each other. They have their families and they have their tribes and they have, they go out and they hunt and they fish and they live a, a life of peace and meaningfulness. Yeah. They don't have to deal with all the bullshit problems we create for ourselves. Well, we're not the ones creating them. We're born into a society where yeah. the system place by the very specific types of people that want to further the control now. And so the more that people realize that there is no race, there isn't the political divide. It's just, it's all orchestrated. You know, I, there's people who like won't talk to me, right? They're mad at me because of fucking my, because of my political decisions, which is the most uninteresting part of me as, as a whole, as a human being, right? Because it threatens them. And it like, Trump is somebody who threatens people who are, you know, afraid of t testosterone or male leadership or something, but we can't live, you know, it's not masculinity that makes society toxic. It's a lack of it. It's a weak man, a very weak, feminine, effeminate man who will psychologically abuse and terrorize others because they can't physically dominate them and then use the system of finances or technology to feel uh, empowered to do so. Beta males. Yep. Yeah. Beta males. Full of it, man. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I, yeah. listen, I appreciate this discussion. And when we came on, like, I wanted to definitely get into like other topics. I know you're kind of out there right now and you, you have your political that you're talking about the pol politics and stuff, but um, I've watched a lot of videos on you and you're, you got like a great history. I mean, a great is probably not the right word, but you've been through a lot and you got a lot of, um, things that you can talk about and share with people that, uh, you know, people are going through stuff that you've dealt with, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the thing is it's not always about politics and we appreciate sharing the story about like your near, near death experience. And that kind of stuff is enlightening for a lot of people, you know, it not, is. not just politics. So, and yeah. we love having you on here, man. We really do. And I got to tell you, man, we're, we're huge music fans outside of this podcast. And uh, dude, you're one of my favorite vocalists. You know, I'm a huge fan of, like, I love Slipknot, Corey Taylor, uh, Howard right. Jones. Like we always talk about man voices, bro. And that's so gone with this modern emo era. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, man, we just miss like the freaking man voices, you know, like the real, like people that really can belt and actually, and actually have some, some power behind their voice. And you're definitely one of those guys that make, I'm so happy that you're continuing your, your movement here. Make man voices great again. Absolutely. Okay? That's man. what we want to see. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I'm glad you're doing it, man. I, I, you know, I, I think that you're, you're on a great path and you're doing your, your shows are freaking fantastic looking. Did you sound great? And uh, I'm just excited for you. What you have coming, man. I appreciate it, dude. I'm just very, I'm very much looking forward to moving on from this, the bad wolves fiasco and uh, you know, hopefully finding a resolution and just being able to put music back out. There's so much, you know, at this point, it's like I've recorded during COVID alone, I recorded three albums and, you know, nobody wanted to go to the studio anyway. So I literally 
I'm just sitting on all this music and I'm just like, I'm at the point where I'm just going to start giving out for free. I, I just don't even care about money anymore. Like I just, I just don't. Yeah. Well, you can clearly create music at any time, man. I mean, so it's not like you, you can't make more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all, you know, I think maybe that's where we're going. I think maybe that's the reality of where we're going is like, you know, the, in order for the industry to be destroyed, it needs to be, um, it needs to collapse from the inside out and then rebuilt because it's not working. No. It's not helping the artists. Look at, look at what happened to um, Peter from offspring. Peter got fired from offspring because, and this isn't, he wasn't even unwilling to take the vaccine. He has a pre-existing condition from childhood that makes him eligible for death. Yeah. The vaccine. So he's not going to take it. And so they said, you can't be in the band anymore. It's fucked. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunately, I mean, I grew up listening to them guys as well. And boy, I tell you what, that sure takes them out of the equation for me. Yeah. Um, and it's sad it, that they believe that kind of stuff, man, to be honest with you. And that's it's it's everybody, well, it's, man. It's odd to me because it's like, you know, I mean, dude, like I look at bands like Machine Head and they're like, you know, one guy doesn't want to get the vaccine and they're all fucking tripping about it. And they feel like they're afraid. I'm like, where are all these tough guys? All the traditional, like, fucking alpha male. I'm like, you guys were faking it all these years. Yeah, You're all, yeah, right. That's you true. know, just, it, it, there's not enough evidence to substantiate, some, like, a severe issue. You know, I, I'm just like, I'm sorry. I know 97 people who have tested positive for COVID. I don't know one person who's died. Me neither. And yeah. We, we were talking about the other day. We we all three know a bunch of people that have COVID. and, and we know nobody personally that have had any like serious effects from it. No. But on stage, I'm asking the crowd if they know anyone who died of COVID. Nobody knows. <laughs> My cousin died of this, that, the other is on Twitter and Facebook. And it's because they, these bots, they're not real people. They're, it's a psyop. Yeah. So they're trying to fucking shame you. By saying my you're a bad person and fucking my uncle died and fucking now this is the other and and basically what happened like like uh, Jack Sobiak posted this a couple weeks ago all the fucking all the patriots have been collecting these comments for the past year and a half and the profiles all copy and pasted comments <laughs> so the same there'll be forty different people have a copy and pasted thing. It, exactly the same words, which means we now know that Facebook and and Twitter have allowed these bots to counter anyone saying standing up against this fucking COVID shit. Yep. Which only means it's not fucking serious. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants the vaccine, and then you have all these bots creating this uh, narrative that you need it, right? It's over. It is game over. And as soon as the rest of the world realizes what we already now know, it's going to like it takes. Look, every it, everybody's about a fucking 18 months, a year behind us yeah. in a year. From now, they, they'll have lost everyone. Their only hope is to fucking release a fucking real deadly virus. But you can't do that in biochemical warfare because you can't you don't control who you kill. It's true. Yeah, it's released like that they're going to kill their own supporters yeah it's, it's nuts too- man you're seeing the protests around the world and we talked about that you're seeing protests yeah. and people are actually standing up to this and seeing numbers yeah. like that that's got to be scary for them what's that 
Why aren't they dead? Lollapalooza <laughs> had a hundred thousand people in Chicago, but yeah. the kids go back to school and they got to wear masks for fucking ten hours a fucking day and a mask. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. Hit me. Have you ever seen a little kid? They get hit by cars and get up and just dust it off. They're like, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I, dude, I'm right there with you, man. And we're going to keep our eye on it. And I think you are as well. And like I said, we have kids and we're keeping a close track of what the schools are doing. And man, I just don't have any concern for like, I love my kids and I just, we had COVID. Our kids never got it. You know what I mean? In other countries, they, they were giving kids a vaccine without parental consent. Yeah. That's, that, yo, that's, that's where I draw the line. Like, absolutely. Yo, the nephew go to school and somebody gives them the vaccine. I'm you're going to see me in jail for murder. Yeah, I, yeah. Will, I will without unequivocally and without any fucking logic or reason retaliate with with uh, with violence. Yeah. yeah, that's you and a lot of parents, man. Yeah, that, that's but, that is a final straw for a lot of people. Anyone who puts a fucking needle in your kid's arm deserves to die. They should be murdered. Because they're putting something into a child's body that could potentially kill them or or mentally impede them. All these things, all these all these vaccines that that the, the pharmaceutical companies they can't be sued, but they've been damaging children from the beginning. Like people don't know Raggedy Ann and Andy the dolls. The that's those dolls that show and that that whole toy was an anti-vaxer because a father had two kids and they both were mentally uh they they both got had horrible mental side effects in like the 1950s from some vaccination and so he started this as a way to speak out against it and then it became a, a show because he worked in tv i had no idea mm-hmm. i had no idea and i think one of the kids died i'm gonna have to look that up man because i had no idea it makes sense it makes par- perfect it's a, I, I, I looked all this up a, a year and a half ago and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, well, I got swept under the rug, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of it but like, dude, that, that's a, that, why do you think people are fucking so like fucking Tommy Vax book? Yeah. Everyone's like, yo, you know about this? You know about that? They're like, how's he know all this shit? I'm like, cause I got, what do you think I'm doing all day? I'm not doing drugs and banging hookers. I'm <laughs> fucking punk on the computer. Like, you know, calling people like, you know, you just, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, but thanks for having me man I appreciate it yeah we'd love to continue to have a discussion down the road man if uh, something happens let us know we'd uh, definitely uh, if you're coming into the northwest we're gonna come see it man for sure I'm trying to avoid it but you know <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of support here for you man trust me like where we're at like you would get a lot of support man just don't go to if, Seattle if you find a venue that will have me th- this is the thing too they're, they're like Portland and Seattle and like Yo, they don't want me there. Yeah, we got a venue here. Oh, in, uh, we're in Longview. You got we got a venue here that you could uh, get Columbia Theater, bro. <laughs> there you Pack go. Pack that sucker right. out. Everybody from Portland comes up. We'll do a live show. We'll do a live stream of the podcast before the actual show. It'll be great. There yep. you go. <laughs> no, keep, keep, keep in t- yeah, keep in touch, man. We appreciate your time and uh, thank you for doing what you're doing, man. Seriously. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Keep up the good fight. No, right. oh, yes. All right. All right. Take care, buddy. Later, Take dude. it easy. Later. It's yes, awesome. indeed. It's awesome. Good shit, man. Yeah, so what we need. That's everything we need right there, man. Yeah, we, people. We have to have people that have, they have a platform, mm-hmm. and they're willing to speak about that. On the truth. Platform. The truth. And so, you know, he's got his opinions like we have ours, 
And, uh, I mean, I tend to agree with, uh, most of this actually, but, yeah. uh, you know, like you can't let people uh, tell you what to say and what can't, what not to say. And, and I think he's going to be perfectly fine, man. He's a fucking great singer, great fucking great dude. And, uh, you can see from his shows, man, the people are showing up for him. They support him and, uh, yeah, fuck his other band, dude. Well, and right. just like you said, he, it's all about getting the message out there yeah. and caring for humanity. Yeah. I mean, the money and the things that we worry about, like the tangibles, the material that, you know, it's yeah. when he said something that I thought is, it was hard for me just to come out and say, but like, man, I was talking about the fighting when he brought up, you know, like, Hey, I'm, I'm willing to fucking murder for this shit. Like, this yeah. is my country. This is my rights, my freedom. And I think that's, you know, in modern day, that's hard for people to say, you know, because it makes you seem like you're crazy and you're like some crazy wacko. Well, but- and it's not it, about going around just killing people, mind no. you. That's not what's being said. But it could be used against you as like, oh, look at the, they're, they're getting crazy. They they're want violence. No. You know what I mean? No, what we don't want is violence. And the truth is, is, you know, you can't, you can't start knocking on doors and forcing things without the idea that violence could follow because yeah. your home is sacred, man. Your ideology is sacred, whatever it is, right? And so mm-hmm. if you believe something and you have children at your house or don't, it doesn't matter if you do or don't. You probably have nieces, nephews, cousins. You have, you know. Yeah. You have to be able to say enough is enough. And, and it's up to those people to come on my door. That's that's where I'm at with it. It's up to you that you're going to come up here and make a make a presence. Because I'm watching a lot of shit in Australia right now where they're just straight up. I mean, do you see that guy that was on the roof in Australia? And, like, there was police and shit. And they were, like, literally vaxxing him on his roof because he oh jumped up on his God. roof. What? Guys, it's nuts. They're forcing him vaccinating or vaccination. There was by, a guy in Australia that got pulled over. I don't gunpoint. know the whole story, but he got pulled over. It's another video that we can share at some point. And they told him, you are going to the hospital. You're going to. And he's like, I'm not going to the hospital. And they're like, uh, listen, I don't want to arrest you, man. You seem like a nice guy, but you're going to the hospital. And he's like, no, I'm not going to go. And five cops showed up and he shut the video down. And I'm pretty goddamn sure he had to go to the hospital. Wow. So do you want that? Because that's that's unfortunately. And I don't want it that way. And I don't, you don't want it that way. And neither does Chris. That's the direction we're heading in. And that's when you get people like Tommy or ourselves or anybody else that goes like, hey, man, there is a fucking line, whether you like that line or not. Why is it okay for the government to say there's a line in the sand with Syria? There's a line in the sand with Iran. There's a line in the sand with other countries that if you do this, we're going to fucking attack you that we have to have that right, too. And we do have that fucking right. Yeah. So when you cross that line, that's where, yeah, you're you know what to expect at that point. Yep. So I don't know what's wrong with that. Nope. And if you believe that that's wrong, you're fucking weak. Yeah, I, I think the only the only thing keeping that what happened in Australia from happening here is like Tommy said, our guns, man. Yeah, it is. That is 100. percent It don't give them up. He was so, awesome though. Yes, I enjoyed that very much. Thanks again, Tommy, for coming on the show. And yeah, if you guys are listening, please uh, subscribe, hit the like button. Rate us on whatever platform you're listening to. Yeah. Leave a comment, leave a review. It helps us in the long run climb those audio charts. Yeah, we're not far away from getting our uh, YouTube check mark removed. Okay, we're within a week or two. So we're hoping to see some growth and all the stuff you guys do for us. And, and that, that you, you have no idea how much that helps us by sharing our content. Absolutely. And supporting us if you like our hats and whatnot. That All that stuff means everything to us. So we yep. appreciate it. Yep. Chris, great show. Great, great job, show, man. Sir. That one. Awesome show. All right. Ooh, Cheers, gentlemen. Fucking here. All right. Until next time. Sayonara. Sayonara. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.